Hello and welcome to this podcast from the Generation Gap Show here on Radio Verulam 92.6 FM in St Albans. We hope you enjoy it. Hello, good evening and welcome to the Generation Gap Show here on Radio Verulam 92.6 FM. And uh, this evening we have a special guest millennial, and it's Sarah. Hello, Sarah. Hello. And Sarah, of course, is Sarah Glover, my daughter. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you admit that. Okay. Um, so this evening we're going to talk about something very interesting, which is your recent trip to New York. Yep. And that was actually only, what, about, about just about a week ago, I suppose. Yeah. Right. And so, Sarah, you went to New York um, a week or so ago, and uh, can you tell, you, tell us about it? Um... Well, it was a very late birthday present because my birthday was in December, but we thought summer was a better time to go. So it was city break with me and my mum, and we just wanted to do all the touristy things because we'd never been to America before. Right, so it's actually your first time to America, and it's the first time you've actually been outside Europe. Yeah. <laughs> so that's quite interesting. I mean, the flights take a bit longer, don't they? How long was the flight? Seven and a half, I think. Seven and a half hours. Mm-hmm. Okay, and was it comfortable? Because, again, it's probably um, the largest aeroplane you've been on, I imagine. Um, I think it was about the same size. Uh, no, I spent lots of time watching films. Watch, yeah, you can watch quite a few films <laughs> in that time, didn't you? Um, okay, so um, you went to Heathrow. I know that because I took you there at the silly o'clock in the morning. Um, yep. <laughs> yes, and you flew on, on Virgin Atlantic. They're supposed to be very good. Was it good service? Yeah. Good. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. good. And so what happened then? Um... Well, okay, just once we got to America and get out of the airport and find the hotel and everything, and then we just had a quick look around Times Square, which was literally on the same street as our hotel, and then there was a market on, so we had a quick look at that. And that was it, because you arrived there in sort of, what was it, about lunchtime in um, American time, was it, or earlier? I think by the time we got to the hotel, it was about 3, 4 o'clock, but oh, okay. here it was about 10 o'clock at night by then. <laughs> so you were tired anyway. Yeah. yeah. You didn't get to sleep on the plane. Um, Mum did, I couldn't sleep. <laughs> right. So uh, I think I um, really want to ask you about your sort of expectations before you went. I think that um, all of us, before you go to America, you, you think you know it because you've seen every film and every television series, particularly set in New York. I mean, uh, even the ones made in Los Angeles all seem to be set in New York. Um, it's one of those places. So it ought to be all terribly familiar. Mm, I don't think I've seen too many films set there, but... Obviously recognised a few things. Well, before you went, I did actually do a quick Google search and said um, films set in New York, and I think there are about 400 it listed straight away. <laughs> Probably wouldn't have much time to see all those anyway. And we're talking about New York because um, Sarah has uh, just returned, well, a week or so ago from a trip to New York, first time ever. Um, so you were in the hotel, obviously woke up next morning. You probably woke up at the silly time in, in their terms, didn't you? Um, yeah, it was pretty early. Yeah, and then... <laughs> you basically have um, a first day of sightseeing. So what do you do? Uh, well, first we got breakfast at the hotel place. Got a load of pancakes. Uh, <laughs> now, a load of pancakes in American, that probably means like 10 or 12 or something. No, it was fr- three very thick ones that were very filling. <laughs> With about a gallon of maple syrup on them, probably. Um, no, I had um, a lemon compote thing and mum had blueberries. OK, sounds almost healthy. <laughs> Yeah, okay. So breakfast in the hotel, and then obviously you've got um, the whole of New York to look at. And it's a bit like arriving in London and with a list of everything to see. You'd be, be here for months rather than a few days. Mm-hmm. So, what sort of things did you just, what did you do on the first day? Um, 
well, we felt there were all these sightseeing bus companies all trying to sell us tickets, so we looked at their leaflets and picked one, and they had a few different tours. So we went on the first one, which was the downtown one, that sort of showed you around Manhattan. Okay, and so you just basically got on... Is it open-top bus? Open-top bus with commentary in headphones. Yes, okay. And actually, the weather was pretty good then, wasn't it? Was yeah. it hot? Quite hot, yeah. But it was in Fahrenheit, so you didn't understand. <laughs> Bit of Googling the conversion. <laughs> what was it? I think it said it was 26, was it 27, something like that? Yeah. We were trying to work it out. It was like 70 Fahrenheit or some 80 right. Fahrenheit most of the time. Okay, so it's pretty nice and hot anyway. Um, okay, so what what sort of thing did they do? I mean, it's one of those sort of circular bus tours. You can get on and off yeah. where you want and that sort of thing. Well, we just decided we'd go the whole way around and just see what there was. So it sort of went past the Empire State Building, went round lots of streets telling you the history of them, and then ended up back at Times Square. Right, that doesn't sound like anything much stuck in your mind as things <laughs> you saw on that trip. So, I mean, th- there's, a, there's a big statue with a lady holding a big torch, for No, example. you can't go that near. No, you can't see you can, that from the bus. You can see it from the um, Battery Park, isn't it? Um, not really, okay. and we didn't get off at Battery Park the first day. Okay. So, all right, so um, lots of buildings. I mean, there's shopping things like um, Fifth Avenue and things like that. Did you see that? Yeah, we went past them. We didn't go shopping. Right, okay, so... You've got an idea of the city and the size of the city, but it doesn't sound like anything really sort of jumped out at you as places to go Well, we were deciding where to go. So obviously we went past the Empire State Building, we went past the 9-11 Memorial, and went, well, obviously we want to go there, and a few other places we were thinking about going. Okay. And discovered where where you'd go off to get the boat out to the Statue of Liberty. Ferry. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, that sounds good. Right, so, um, well, then, yeah, I'm just trying to tease out of you if there's something really, you know, you sort of think, oh, yes, I must go there, that was really good. I didn't know that was here, or that looks really interesting. You didn't have that sort of... How I'd done the research beforehand. Okay. That's a very good sort of millennial answer. You probably found all the places on Google already. Did, did no, you we, t- take we, a guide with yeah, you? Yeah, we bought a book. A book? <laughs> you didn't have it on your phone? No, we bought a book. Oh, I normally download the guides onto my phone, so I'm the opposite way around. Yes, okay. okay, right, so did you meet lots of native New Yorkers? You probably wouldn't know, actually, would you? Not really. No, um, some people have been there for a long time, of course. Um, now, you told me you went to a restaurant where I think the, the guy who owned it had been there forever. Yeah, one of those one, sort of diners owned by an Italian who'd probably been there forever and probably was his parents' business. Yeah, they always call themselves Italian Americans or Irish American or something like this, although they've actually been yeah. living there for three or four generations. I don't think he said he was Italian, but we could tell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so it was an Italian type restaurant anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, on the first day, you basically got your bearings by going around on these bus tours. And did you actually then get off and go any particular place? Um, no, we got off and found the other one that went round um, uptown, which was all the posh bits and round Central Park and. Ah, yes. <laughs> that's something. Central Park, of course. A famous place, yes. OK, so that was your first day then. That was, I mean, I know it's a big city, so it probably <laughs> takes all day to go around. I get yeah, that. the buses were like three hours. <laughs> so at the end of that day, you then basically said, OK, so tomorrow we're going to go and do these places. And uh, perhaps we can uh, say, so where did you go first? Empire State Building. So the Empire State Building was the first one for you to go to. Yeah, because all the things had said, I'll go there and look at everything else from up there. I suppose that's a good idea. So how many floors is it? I can't remember. 
Um, I think you sort of go to about 76 and then there's a window and then you go up a few more and then it's the open top bit. Right, so, um, and the lift goes very fast. Yeah. You can hardly read it, the numbers as it goes it past. It had a thing on the ceiling that sort of video of like, oh, it's being built as you're going up and there's all these construction men swinging over your head sort oh, of really? thing. <laughs> well, that sounds quite good. Oh, well, I don't remember that when I was there. I was there a long time ago, obviously. We'll talk about yeah. that a bit later. Okay, so the Empire State Building. So that's, that's a good one, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and is it, it's not the highest building, though, still, is it? No, but it was till, I think they said 37 or something. And then I think we went past the building that took the crown for like two years and then was beaten it's, again. It's the Chrysler, Chrysler building, I know, is a bit taller, and that's that's still going back to the 1930s, I think. Yeah, I think it was the Chrysler that took it, and then there was a few other buildings who sort of in between. They sort of went past and went, oh, this was the tallest building for these two years, this was then the tallest building for these three years. Right, and you, you show me some pictures you took from the Empire State Building, so you can see things like the Statue of Liberty from there, of course. Yeah. Just. just. I was zooming in on the maximum zoom on my camera and was still miles away. <laughs> right, okay, so that was exciting. Yeah. Good. Okay, so you went to the Empire State Building, that's a good place to start, I'm sure. And so what did you do next? Um, we got back on the bus and headed towards the 9-11 memorial. 9-11 memorial, okay, now that's obviously um, quite a big thing. It's a large area as well, isn't it? Yeah. So did you, you get there and look around? Yeah, they sort of have name plates all around where the tower used to be with all the names of the people who were, died in it and even the people who were on the planes. Yes. Well, of course, yes. That, that's uh, it's a terrible number. Was it 3,000 people or so were killed? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty poignant. And they're very good at doing those sort of memorials in America because I remember the one for the Vietnam um, veterans in Washington. It's very, very sort of mm. sombre but very respectful of everything. I think yeah. that's rather good. And then they've put flowers in their... Um, names on the person's birth date. We, so there were quite a few flowers on them all. Oh, every day they put flowers out on the people? The... Who it was their birthday. Oh, I see. That's interesting. OK. Right. Well, the reason we're doing everything about New York is because Sarah has just been there for the first time in her life, travelling outside of Europe and to the United States of America. And yep. uh, now you've been telling us about the various things you did when you were in New York. And um, so what, on the day, uh, the first day you went round on the tour bus and you... Um, also went up the Empire State Building, which is obviously a great thing to do. So the, the next day you decided to go off on the ferries, was it? Yeah, we did. Um, with the bus company we were with, they had this ferry as well. So we went on the ferry round and it went down... Oh, what's the river called? The Hudson. 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 Went down the Hudson and you saw Manhattan and you saw Brooklyn and had a look round all those places. The Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah, went past it. Uh, that's the one. They, that's the one that um, tricksters used to sell it to people, and it's famously joke. You know, that sort of, oh, would you like to buy a bridge? I just happen to have one here, and give me lots of money, and you, it's yours. I, I don't know how real that is, but it's just a very common sort of story that seems to turn up all the time <laughs> about selling the Brooklyn Bridge. Anyway, uh, okay, so um, you went out onto the ferries, and presumably you went to the island where they've got this statue. Yeah, the tour one sort of went round the island and showed you the Statue of Liberty and you got a good load of good pictures of it. But then we got back to the mainland and then got back on the bus to get to the place where you get the ferry to the Statue of Liberty. Right, and so then is there a big long queue the, these days? Yeah, um, was a bit of a queue and secure, airport security and all that sort of thing. <laughs> right, and can you climb right up into it? I mean, at one point you could Couldn't, climb right up um, into the torch. 
No, I don't think the talk has been open for about 20 years. I saw something about that. Yeah, it's probably but, 20 years um, ago when I was there. There was a load of <laughs> tickets you could buy to go like into the pedestal and I think into the eyes, but they'd sold out by the time we even got there. I'm sure. I'm sure you could book it all online. Why didn't you do that? <laughs> well, we walked around it and tried to get pictures holding it, obviously. Yeah, OK. And so, and then the other one is, um, is it Ellis Island, isn't it? Yeah, well, then the, the same ferry when you get back on goes via Ellis Island. And that's the place where all the immigrants used to have to land and be processed, yep. as they insist on calling it. There was the whole room of this is where they were thing, and there was a load of stories they'd put around. There was one that someone who works there now, their grandparents came in, so they'd found their grandparents' story and written it out. So oh. one of the staff's grandparents' story was one of the example ones. Obviously, lots and lots of very famous people started out their life in America by going through that room. That's, that's the sort of story yeah. of it, isn't it? Okay. Um, so, I mean, all these things, that they give you lots of information about these things and so on. It is pretty impressive. I mean, did it feel really sort of interesting and impressive? Yeah, I'm interested in loads of history stuff, so we did all the history of it. Yeah, okay. Good. So, um, we're getting all this discussion about New York. A bit later, I want to ask you some questions about your sort of impressions of America before you went and then when you got there and how maybe it's different for people of your age because, I mean, you did what you can. You can just go to the airport and get on an aeroplane and fly across there. It's not particularly difficult. Now, I could have done that when I was your age, but it would have cost a fortune because they didn't have the jumbo jets and the big planes, which made it cheaper. And um, I think that's the difference. And also, you probably do know more about America from all sort of media and social media, whereas we saw it mainly through films and television where basically it's glamorised, obviously. New York mm. is the super amazing place. Um, and actually at that time in the 1970s when I last was there, um, it wasn't very nice in some places. I mean, you, you wouldn't walk around Times Square at night time then. I'm sure it's perfectly safe to do so now. Mm. We weren't there too late and it was quite busy still. Yeah, I know. I say, I say it's, <laughs> mm. it's no no different to London in terms of things like that. Yeah. Anyway, you're listening to the Generation Gap show here on Radio Verulam 92.6 FM with me, Clive, and with Sarah, who's my daughter, by the way. Um, and we're talking about her recent trip to New York and also, obviously, um, first time she'd been to America. So what I want to actually ask you a serious question about this because, um, you know, I went to America uh, when I was probably a bit older than you, I think about 22 the first time, actually to Los Angeles. And that involved taking a flight to um, east coast of America, landing, refueling the plane, and then flying across to California. I mean, it's, it's twice the distance of going to New York. Um, and that was really because it was quite a, a difficult thing. I mean, the, we had we did have aeroplanes. We had jet aeroplanes, um, and you could fly there. But it was a long journey. I think it was about 14 or 15 hours in total for me on that one. Um, and the idea of flying to America uh, in the way we can these days was probably a bit uh, difficult to get your head around because it was something that you knew business people did it and they could obviously afford it and so on. But the sort of general public thinking of it as like a holiday and certainly like you just took a city break for a few days, mm. that would have been quite an amazing idea. Um, but also America was a bit sort of exotic then. I mean, we, we obviously knew quite a lot about it or thought we did because we saw films and TV series. Um, and actually, you couldn't even see American television series much until about the uh, 1970s because they have a different television system and had to convert it. And I remember a friend of mine at school, his dad actually helped invent this gadget that BBC developed, which could take an American program, stick it in, and uh, it came out in British format afterwards. Um, but it didn't, didn't work perfectly. You had a black sort of ring round the um, screen, on screen, you had a sort of border. 
because it couldn't make it quite big enough to fill the screen. I mean, this is the sort of thing you, you can't possibly imagine. Um, but basically, um, you know, so it was quite exotic to see these American things. We could watch American television, fantastic. Um, but obviously we saw the films, and as I said earlier, I mean, they all glamorise America. Um, is that how you sort of perceive it beforehand? It's a super exciting place? Um, I think I had seen a few films and TV programmes and stuff, but then obviously I've seen some news things about it and <laughs> yeah, I think more that, realistic things. That's the difference now. We certainly didn't have 24-hour television news in those days and let alone be able to choose an American channel or a French channel or whatever. Um, so, yeah, that's interesting. Um, so you've thought really when you got there it was pretty much like you expected, really. Yeah. The houses like you see in films with the... It's hard to describe the sort of houses that you don't really see in England, but you see in all these American things. Well, and they call them brownstone buildings. The no, the, not like the flats, like the actual houses. Yes, well, that's, that's what I'm saying. Those yeah. were, they brownstone, because they were made of this presumably sandstone type things. And the sort of terraced houses in, in, in mm. areas like Brooklyn or somewhere you see those. Um, I think it was when we were going through Queens. Yeah. On the way from the airport, mostly saw them. Because in New York, it's all just skyscrapers. Well, that's the—I mean—that's the obviously the image of New York we've all had for many years. It's just skyscrapers, and a lot of people associate that with America, so they assume it's kind of you know coast to coast. The whole of America is just full of skyscrapers, which obviously is far from the the, the truth. Um, okay, and anything else? I mean, obviously um, they speak a language which is not unlike ours, <laughs> yeah. but it isn't the same, is it? No. Made a few jokes of that when we were like picking up a tour guide thing. It was they had flags, and I went, "There's no English flag." Yes. <laughs> we asked for one in English, and you get given one in American. Oh no! So did they give you a, a glossary so you could translate the American <laughs> words? But I mean, you know what they are. You go on the sidewalk, you go in the elevator, and all these things. Yeah. Even the one in the um, hotel was going. This elevator is going down. Yes. <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> Yeah, they all speak. I mean, of course, everything speaks to you these days. Anyway, it's not unusual, but that was certainly quite an American Well, it was a thing. sort of 30s-built hotel. Yes. <laughs> Obviously, it had been done up a few times. Right, because I think that's the, the thing, isn't it? I mean, here, if you go to an office block, I mean, there are some in London now, of course, very high, but the sort of New York-style thing, I remember, for me, the first time I went somewhere like the Empire State Building, the idea you could go in a building that went up like 70, 70-something floors, which is amazing. Well, I've done the Shard. <laughs> and the sh- okay, the shard is bigger. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, see, that's the difference. We didn't have a shard in my day. Um, okay, and then the cars. I mean, they drive on the wrong side of the road, obviously. But yeah. apart from that, the yellow cabs are very iconic for America. Yeah, aren't they? although we both agreed they looked different to they do in films. Really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, they are still yellow. <laughs> they were still yellow, but they were different. They're not quite as big, maybe. They've got different cars. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Do you see any sort of fire engines and, and uh, um, police cars yeah. whizzing around? Weird sirens. Yeah. <laughs> well, of, of course, yes, it's different. Um, OK, I, I think my image of all that sort of stuff is really from Ghostbusters, which, of course, was set in New York. But, I mean, the I police cars... I haven't seen that in years. Yeah, OK, and they, they had a sort of done-up police car as the Ghostbusters car, and that was the image I always have of um, those sort of things. OK, and then, obviously, we should talk about food. Now, you obviously had breakfast, you had some other meals there, and American food is quite famous, so how mm. how was it? Good. We went to... Well, we spent... We went to diners two nights that were both sort of Italian ones, um, fast food one night, and the other one we went to that burger place you recommended. Right, now, this is... I set you a challenge. Um, a f- friend of mine, an American friend who who lives locally, um, said, oh, 
if you're going to New York, you must go to this place. It's famous, but it's very sort of obscure. Definitely. Now, I forgot to mention one particular important point about this place. Um, I gave you the the website and the address, though they didn't mention it in there either, that um, actually this is a a famous (laughs) burger bar, but it's a very strange little one, (laughs) and it's hidden inside a hotel. Right at the back, we were looking for the address, and we were going up and down the street, going, we must have missed it. And so we went in the one we went, well, it must be there, we must ask here then. And the porter at the door went we said we're looking for this address we're looking for a burger place he went oh yeah down there behind that curtain and we went sorry so you went inside it was like an office block outside you said it was yeah it looked it didn't even look like a hotel it looked like an office block but the porter then went yeah it's behind that curtain and you just sort of go behind the curtain and it looks like it's a room being turned into a shed right okay <laughs> um but i was told that the food was very good yeah the burgers were nice okay <laughs> So there you go. Um, yeah, I, I, sorry, I, I think I just passed it on to you and I forgot to mention the one little key little point that it was actually <laughs> hidden inside this hotel. OK, so um, the food was good. I mean, obviously, again, um, expectations You know, in, in all the films. People will go to diners and they have massive burgers. And mm. I think it's the drink, isn't it? You ask for a, a large Coke or something and it comes about sort of three pints of it. In and great... no ice. <laughs> you asked for no ice. Did they think you were weird? No, I think I did. They did sort of give a look. Oh, English. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because um, yes, of course, Americans come here and they they can't understand why the beer isn't frozen in the <laughs> in the pubs and things like that. They don't understand it at all. Okay. Yes, they're into ice. And I suppose your hotel room probably had an ice making machine or something. Um, there was an ice machine across the hallway, and there was obviously an ice bucket thing in the room for us to fill up there. Because I remember staying in a hotel once, I think in Florida, where there was an ice machine right outside the, ho- the room door. And all night we could hear people going, and <laughs> noise and yeah. getting ice out of it. Yes, yeah, terrible. It was thing. on the other side of the corridor from us, but there was a room that it was right outside. <laughs> okay. So um, overall, it sort of met your expectations. You thought you knew yeah. what America was like, or you knew what New York would be like, and it was. Yeah. And you knew what American food was like. Yeah, didn't quite have what you had when you said you went. You asked for half a chicken and they literally cut a chicken in half. Yeah, that's that's quite normal. Um, but, um, yeah, we won't talk about American chickens. That's a bit controversial. Um, so I think that, uh, yeah, I, I suppose when I first went there, I was, I was a bit surprised by some things because, um, you know, the electric light switches, you switch them up to go on, don't you, that sort of thing. Yeah, I think it was a weird switch. Yeah, and, and things like that all look a bit dodgy wiring and things like that. It's a very, very strange system in America. Um, but, I mean, these days I think you're much more uh, open to it. And, of course, because you've got connections and uh, web things, you can see what's like and you can talk to people and all that stuff. Yeah. And you, you know a few Americans. We yeah. went to school with a couple, didn't you? Um don't think of any Americans at school. Oh, was it? Oh, okay. <laughs> There's some American families we knew who, when, when you were at school, and um, <laughs> they had, perhaps it was perhaps in Peter's class rather than yours. I'm sorry, I can't yeah. up. Okay, so there you are. Well, anyway, it's um, been quite interesting to have this discussion about um, America, and obviously, um, you got back safely, obviously, because you wouldn't <laughs> be here otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> and that was another long flight back. Yep. And more uh, films. More films. More films did you see? Uh, a lot. <laughs> you can't, but you can't remember what they were. Um, on the way, Aquaman, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, and Smallfoot. And on the way back, Kid Who Would Be King, and uh, what was the other one? No, I've forgotten the other one. Um, 
Right, I don't, I don't know what they are anyway. They're all, all films I haven't seen at all. So, um, you, you well, do... Bohemian Rhapsody was on there. Bohemian we know you Rhapsody. want to see that. Oh, I haven't, still haven't seen that. I keep meaning to go to the um, outdoor film festival here, of course, which is coming up quite soon. But I think it's been sold out for Bohemian Rhapsody. Somehow it's very popular. I don't know why. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, Lego Movie 2, that was it. Lego <laughs> Movie 2, goodness. Right. Well, anyway, um, we've had an interesting chat today about uh, New York and your visit there, and I hope that was interesting. Yeah. And it's interesting to see that you, you you sort of expect it to be like something, and it is like that, and it wasn't like that for me when I went a long time ago. So it's nice to talk to you, and thank you for coming into the show. And uh, don't forget, everyone, you can listen to the Generation Gap show every week, Thursday night at 9 o'clock here on Radio Verulam 92.6 FM. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Generation Gap show here on Radio Verulam 92.6 FM. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you'll listen again to the show. You can subscribe from iTunes, Google Play and of course from Radio Verulam's own website, radioverulam.com.